0: Artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, friend. It is so good to be back with you today. It is episode 88 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm talking about the importance of knowing what you want. This is going to be really powerful for you if you are a human on the earth. So listen in to find out why it's so important to know what we want and how we can start getting the things that we want, the steps that we can take to start going after those things that we want. I think a lot of times we forget that we have power in choosing how our lives are going to look. So many of my clients just kind of lose sight of the fact that they have control over how they spend their time, they have control over how they're thinking about things and how they're feeling about things. So I'm here to remind you and to talk a little bit more about that, about how much power we have over our own lives and to bring some of that power back into us so we can make our lives be the happiest, best, most fulfilling, most rewarding lives that we can have. Okay, so this is going to be good. So, before we get started, I just wanted to give a little update about what's going on behind the scenes over in Show Up Society Land. Many of you know that my firstborn child is leaving to go to college in a couple, well, in August, um, and he will be going 3,000 miles away from home. And I, I'm I'm, going through stages of like realization that it's real, like this is happening, it is happening. And so today, I had this kind of just uh, a little bit of a meltdown, but in a beautiful way of realizing that really, I only have about two more weeks with him, because then I have a week uh, when I'm going to be out of town, we are also going to be traveling as a family, but he will be with his cousins. And when we are visiting with the cousins, we literally barely see our kids, like we We'd probably talk to them less than 10 minutes of the day because they're so busy getting in great cousin time. And then he is going away with his team to do a week of uh, camp, like bonding and training and getting to know each other before school starts. And that's it. So we have two weeks left at home where we are all together and not traveling. And I was putting all this pressure on myself to make it great and to make sure that that we talk about all the things in life that I need to teach him and all of the things like laundry and dishes and shopping and getting gas and all the like kind of logistics of being an adult. And I'm like, we have so much to teach him on that front. And I want him to feel relaxed and supported and loved. And I want to soak him in. And I had all of this huge, huge buildup of pressure about what these two weeks had to look like. And in the meantime, I have big work goals. The Olympics are on. Um, I have two daughters, and one of them is starting high school. So I want to be there for her as she transitions into that experience. So there's just a lot going on, and I was starting to cave under the pressure of it all. In addition to the fact that I had this underlying kind of current of sadness and grief because uh, my son is such a good friend to my husband and I and we are just going to be sad not to have him in the house every day and to just, you know, walk past him and have him show us a funny little meme or video and um, just the reality of that I think really sunk in. So that's sort of just what's going on here. I just had sort of like an emotional um, morning when I just realized all of the things. And I did release a lot of that pressure on myself to make this last two weeks to be incredible. It's not the last two weeks on earth of having him in my life. Um, I, I just reduced so much of the pressure that might be fun to talk about on another episode, um, because it, um, I got coached on it and I came to a really great realization that we just get to be who we have been for 18 years. We get to do it for two more weeks and just really soak in, uh, the experience of having him home with us. So that's what I'm going through on that front. Um, on a little bit more fun, a less emotional story is, uh, My husband Chris and I decided on a whim to go to the beach yesterday. So we live about 90 minutes from the beach. We woke up early in the morning. We went down. We went for a run. We had two meals together uninterrupted, just me and him talking about whatever we wanted without the kids trying to show us something. And that was just nice to just focus on him and I. And we spent the longest time in the bookstore. We came out with nine books, five for him, four for me, which we were super happy about. And we went uh, to the beach and I took a long walk like I always love to do along the water. And we read for the longest time. We both even took a little cat nap. And it was just absolutely beautiful. And there was just something about um, the freedom of being able to choose to just get up and go. The kids were super happy to stay home and play with the puppies. And there was something in that about realizing that we had the choice of how we were going to spend the day. I think the pandemic kind of has lulled me into this thing where I think that we just have to stay home. And I kind of forget that we have this freedom to go make uh, make experiences happen for ourselves. And so yeah, it was just like this really freeing thought that like, hey, we're grownups, we can just choose to get up and go to the beach and not do any work for the day, not do any yard work, we can just do what we want to do. And so that, that kind of brings me that's a great segue into today's topic about the importance of knowing what you want. So let's get right into it. I think it's really one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this on the episode today is just because I I feel like we forget that we are grownups and that we get to choose. We have so much power of choice in our lives. And I see it all the time with my clients that we just kind of forget how we're going to choose to spend our time or who we're going to choose to spend it with and i want to bring some of that empowerment back to ourselves so that that we can remember that we do have a choice. Part of that though is knowing what we even want to begin with. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So i had a really great experience with um a coach and we were talking about she wanted me to to lay out for her my ideal work schedule in just a dreamland if i could choose it what would it look like. So where would I work? When would I work? When would I exercise? When would I play? When would I have time for learning and reading? When would I have free time where I could just have nothing scheduled? When would I work on developing my content for my podcast and my newsletters and my Instagram post? When would I schedule my consults? When would I do my coaching? When would I have family time? When would I get to watch my kids in their cross country and track races? all the things getting really, really detailed. And it was such an eye opening and fun experience for me to do. And I do this every so often, probably once a quarter. But um, I think I had been lulled into the state of kind of forgetting that I am in control over how I spend my time. So it's a really great exercise. And I will, um, I often have my clients do this also where they get really specific about something that they want. So for instance, sometimes I work with clients on if they are looking for a new job, what do they want in a new job? Or maybe they are doing a new project in their creative life or their work life or their family life, and we're deciding what kind of project should they work on, or they're deciding a new relationship. I work with a lot of people on the relationships that they have. Who do they want to work with? Who do they want to date? Who do they want to love? Who do they want to uh, work alongside in their volunteer work? For me, I just recently made a list of what I want in my ideal dream clients. So I made this whole list of like, if I could work with anybody as my client, what kind of qualities would they have? And I made this whole list. I got really clear on that. Um, I know people that are searching for a new house or deciding on where they're going to go on a big family trip, and they kind of go through this process also. And I remember growing up, I I must have been middle school age. Maybe I was older, whatever. Maybe I was college. Anyway, anyway. It seems like forever ago. And there was a family member who was single and had been single for a long time. And she wanted to get married. And so she made a really long list, kind of like put her order into the universe. Like, dear universe, this is what I want in a relationship. This is what I want in a spouse, in a husband, in a in a father to my future kids. And she made this list, and I remember some of the other more cynical adults in our family kind of making fun of her, like, she's putting in an order, she's making a list of what she wants, and they were just kind of making fun of it. Lo and behold, this cousin of mine found her perfect match. She found somebody that pretty much uh, had all of the qualities that she had listed on her list. And they got married, they had kids, and they lived happily ever after. And I just remember thinking that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool that she got really clear on what she wanted. And then she went out and made it happen. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today is that if we can get really, really clear on what we want and how we want to spend our time and who we want to spend it with, and what is that time going to look like, the more clear we can get on what it is we want, the easier it is for us to go out and get it. So just similar to us going on a trip. We don't just pack up the car and just start driving. We have an idea of where we're going, right? We know if it's going to be hot or cold. We know if it's going to have a lot of people or a few people. We know if it's going to have grocery stores nearby or not and how much food we need to pack. We have details about where we are going, right? And then that helps direct where we turn when we get to a crossroad. And so the same thing goes for us in our lives. So I think the first kind of pre-step into this, because I'm going to give you kind of like a four-step process for um, knowing what we want and starting to go after it and get it, but I think the pre-work has to come in our knowing that we have the power to choose. We have control. We have choices. We get to choose how we're going to spend our time. And I know that there are some people right now that are going to say, no, I don't get to choose. I have work. And it's like, well, you know what? You do choose because you're choosing to go to work. You don't have to go to work. You could not go and not get paid. um, But that is your choice. And some of you might be saying, but I have to do that for her because she's my family member or she's my friend. And I say to you, nobody's forcing you to do that. You're choosing to do that because you love and want to help this person or you're choosing it because you don't want to deal with feeling bad about saying no, but it is your choice. You don't have to. So the first step in this is realizing how much power and control and choice you have in all of the things in your life. And so if you find yourself really pushing against me and resisting that, I want you to start questioning what you believe to be true about how much power you have. Because I think that you will find you actually have way more power and control and choice over your life than you think you do. So that's sort of our pre-work to get you into that mindset, okay? Okay, so now that we know that we have power to choose, let's start thinking about our choices. So think about something in your life that you want. Maybe it's a new job, a new art project, a new relationship, uh, new clients that you're going to work with, a new house, a vacation. Think of something that you want in your life. And now I want you to set a timer, let's just say 10 minutes, And you're going to write down with abandon, just no hesitation, no edits, not thinking is it possible or not possible. I just want you to write down if you could create out of thin air your perfect fill in the blank person, relationship, vacation, whatever it is that you're going to work on. If you could create your perfect ideal dream come true thing, what would you have it look like? What would it be like? Write it down. Don't reject yourself ahead of time and say, no, 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 that's not possible. Don't look in the past at what you've done before or haven't done before. Just write down what you would love it to look like. So, if I said to you, if you could create an ideal job for you, what would it look like? How much would you be making? What would you be creating? Who would you be helping? How many hours a week would you be working? Who would you be working with? Would you be solo? Would you have a team of amazing partners? all of these kind of questions get as detailed as possible, okay? Like I said, no edits, no hesitation, no questioning, no thinking about whether it's possible or not. Just write down, if you could create it, what would it look like? Without restraints, without any limitations, what would it look like? That's step one. I would love it even if you paused this episode right now and did your 10 minutes of writing it down and then came back on. If you're driving, I would love it if you could do this when you get home. Okay. So step two, let's look over that list and find out how much of it is already true. How many things on that list are actually already happening in your life, but you're not giving credit for it being there. think there's something really powerful in writing down what we want and then looking to see how much of that you already have. And I guarantee you it's more than you think. So let's say if on your dream job, you say that you want to have freedom to communicate well with people, maybe that's already happening, but you're not seeing it as such. You're not giving yourself credit for it. But look back and see how you already have that in your life. Maybe if your dream, if you've made a dream list of a relationship that you would like to have, look at your life and see where you're having those things right now. Maybe you have um, this ideal partner that loves to exercise and maybe you already have people in your life that you get that exercise companionship with. Maybe you um, love to go on bike rides with somebody or go for a jog in the neighborhood, there are probably ways that you already have some of that kind of companionship in your life. So step one is you're writing with no hesitation, no edits, all this dream list of the thing that you would like to have in your life. Step two is you're going to look through that list, kind of put a little star or a circle or a little dot by all the ones that you already have going on. I guarantee you some of what you want your life to look like is already happening for you and it's right in front of your eyes. Step three, work on your belief that it is possible for you. might not feel possible right now. It might not feel possible for you to get that thing this month, but work on the belief that it is possible for you to have that someday. So if it feels possible for you right now, fantastic. Let's keep working on that belief. If it feels like it's not possible for you right now, then let's start picking a timeline. Is it possible for you to have that within 10 years? If that feels like a yeah, no-brainer for sure, then let's reduce the timeline. Let's get it closer and closer to where you are right now. If it feels like it's not possible for you right now, but it feels really doable for you to have that thing within three years, then let's go with that. So basically you're just gonna kind of wiggle around and play Slide the scale of the timeline to figure out what feels pretty doable and achievable for you. And then that's going to be the belief that you're going to work on, is I believe that I can have this within three years, or I believe that I can have this within a year, whatever that timeline is for you. And then you're going to start practicing that belief. Like, yes, I can find a person to be my person within the next two years. I can create my dream job for myself within the next five years. And occasionally I will have a client that says they just don't believe that it is possible for them. And I'm here to point out to you, your brain would not have created that idea of the thing in step one, where you wrote down your, your, you know exactly what it would look like. Your brain would not have been able to come up with those things that you wrote down unless it is possible for you, okay? So your brain, if it can think it, it can do it. If it can think it, it can be it. Okay. So if you came up with something in step one, then hell yes, mofo, it is possible for you. So I don't want to hear you saying anymore that it's not possible for you. Because I'm telling you right now, if you didn't think it was possible, you wouldn't have thought it up in your mind. Okay. So we're going to put a little end to that silly little story that it's not possible for you. That's not true. Okay. Not true. Your brain thought of it. It is therefore doable and achievable by you, but you got to start believing it. Okay, so now we have step one, our brilliant description of what it is that we want. Step two, how do we already have some of the things on the list? Step three, the belief that we can make it happen for ourselves. And now step four is where the fun really starts to happen. And that is taking action. You can take steps to make it happen. Okay, you're just going to take one tiny action at a time over and over, showing up consistently, doing one tiny thing to get you closer. Okay, so the way that you can put this into practice is to every morning spend three minutes. I bet you can do it in under three minutes. Write down what that goal is new relationship, new job, new hobby, whatever that is that we talked about in step one. You're just going to write down what it is you want. And then you're going to write down your belief that you can make it happen within the next X amount of time. And then what can you do today to get closer. You can ask yourself that question. You can even write it down on a piece of paper if you want and let your brain go to work thinking of things that you can do to make it happen. So if it's a new relationship you're after, how can you make that happen? You can go out and start meeting people, whether it's online, on dating apps, in person, at the park, at the library, at the grocery store, millions of places where you can meet other humans and just start showing up as authentically you as you can and start meeting people. If your goal in number one was to have a new job, how can you start making that happen today? You can start telling people that you're looking for a job that does X, Y, and Z. You can start sending out applications. You can start looking up where these jobs are. You can just start uh, reaching out to the people already in your life and asking if they know a way that you could start on a kind of job that does this, this, and this. Tell them what you love doing. Tell them what you're interested in. Ask if they have anybody that they know or any places of work that you know that that might be hiring, okay? So there are so many little tiny steps that you can do to start taking action to get to your goals. But it's that developing that belief that you can make it happen. And then it's taking the actions to get you closer every dang day. Okay, the more often you do it, the more authentically you do it, the more consistently you do it, the faster you will get there. And the more things will start falling into place, and then that's going to build your confidence because you're going to see that you're making things happen. And then when you feel confident, you're going to go out and do more actions, and it's just going to be like this snowball effect of you getting to your goal. Okay, and that doesn't mean that every day is rosy and that every day you make progress. Nope. It's not this linear, smooth line where it's always improving, always making progress. But, um, you know, and there are setbacks, there are setbacks, and that is part of making progress is having a setback and then keeping on going. Okay, so... That's what I have for you today. Knowing exactly what you want will make it so much easier for you to go after it because you know exactly what it looks like. You're gonna start imagining it in your mind. You're gonna start feeling that feeling that you'll have when you have completed it. Coming up with what exactly it looks like is going to help you know your why. Like for me, when I know that I want to have uh, three days a week where I'm coaching people and four days when I'm not, my why is very much involved in that decision. The why am I being a coach is very much um, a part of that decision. So when you're in that step one of writing down exactly what you want this thing to look like, your compelling reason why you want that in your life is going to shine through. And so the more exact you are, the more you're connected with why you want it, and the more you develop that belief that you can make it happen, the more quickly and more real life happening it will be, okay? It will come into your life. You will it won't just come into your life, you will bring it into your life, you're going to go grab it around the waist, give it a big fat hug and bring it into your life and welcome it to your life. Okay, just please know you have so much more power, so much more choice, so much more ability to make things happen in your life than you give yourself credit for. Okay, so I would love to hear what things you are creating for yourself in your life. I would love for you to share it with me on Instagram. I am at show up society. And you can DM me um, anything that you are creating for yourself in your life. I would love to cheer you on, give you a virtual high five. And um, yeah, celebrate alongside of you. Okay, so send that my way. If you love what I talk about on this podcast and the other episodes, um, I might just be the perfect coach for you to help you get this done. I love working with go-getter women who just happen to be a little bit stuck right now. And I love helping them get unstuck and go after their biggest, wildest dreams and make them happen. So if that sounds like you, I would love to talk about what it would look like to work with you. So let's schedule a call for one hour. We will chat about where you are, where you want to be, how I can help you get there and what it would look like if we worked together and you got your wildest dreams and made them happen. Okay, so go to showupsociety.com forward slash coaching to schedule that call with me and I can't wait to meet you and help you along your way. Okay, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Thank you for sticking around all the way to the end. You are one of my very favorite podcast listeners. Come on and find me on Instagram at show up Society and find the post that goes with this episode and leave me an emoji of a pen or paper or notes, um, something to let me know that you took the time to write down your biggest dream and goal so I can celebrate you. Okay, see you there.